$5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Pardon my American global awakening to the new world order. Pardon my American artificial intelligence Pardon my American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Pardon My American. Welcome to another episode. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. There we yeah. go. Brandon, man. It's trending everywhere. What a race car driver he is. He's he so is. good that the whole crowd cheered him on. Right? Brandon knows yeah. how to do he, he knows how to do NASCAR. Okay. <laughs> Fucking fast, bro. Yeah. <laughs> nah, he seems like a cool dude. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, there's lots of stuff going on, guys. We had a great episode just a little bit ago. Yes. This is our second hour. Kind of dived into the Facebook stuff on the last one. We did. Um, this will be a little more loose, but I yeah. wanted before we get started, I want to you kind of mention something that needs to be said, What's and that? it's about uh, holiday etiquette, right? Oh, you went out to a pumpkin patch, from what you said. Yeah, you, you noticed something <clears throat> interesting. Yeah. So you guys, uh, this weekend was nice. So up here, nice means dry, not sure. not rainy. Yeah, but it had been raining, so. We're thinking, hey, the sun's out. Let's just go get our pumpkins now. This is this is great. Yeah. It's a little early. I'm not gonna lie. I That's feel great. like yeah, I feel like gonna, your pumpkin's gonna be shot. They're gonna be rotten by the time. <laughs> but hey, I don't care. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's my wife's thing. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, honey, you get your pumpkins. Well, if you don't carve them, they will last. If you yeah. carve them, they'll be dead in like a week. We know. We're just gonna. These are like decorative ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. We get like okay. the weird pink ones, the weird blue ones, the weird ones that look like pies. You ever seen that shit? The weird a pumpkin pumpkins. that looks like a pie. Yeah, it's just yeah. really flat ones. Oh my gourd! Never seen those. Oh my gourd! Okay, yeah, they're uh, they they actually had humongous cucumbers there. Mm. Oh. I mean, bigger than I'm sure they had a couple people scratch from their head. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, hey, they're like, wait a second, that one uh, that, that one, one cost me a lot of money. A search shop. <laughs> that one guy who shoved shoved the gold paste up his ass was like. That's nothing. Hey, y'all have a nothing. Y'all, y'all have a stand for that thing? <laughs> Preferably suction cool. I need a stand and lube. Stand. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, they uh, they had gigantic pumpkins. You know, they like grow yeah. the biggest which ones. One, which one did you go to? The one in Woodland. Oh, yeah. Okay. The yeah, patch. That's a good one. Yeah. The patch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. So they have a lot of family stuff. They have the corn maze. They have a lot of good food there. Sure. I mean, there's barbecue there. There's, you know, the coffee places and all that stuff. But... As you were saying, etiquette. Etiquette. I saw a lot of people dressed up real nice. And I'm thinking, at a pumpkin patch, bro? Yeah. People were wearing white shoes at a muddy pumpkin patch. And I'm thinking, no. 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 That's a no-no. You came to the wrong place. First of all, this may be just me, but who wears just white shoes? I wear white shoes. Do white you? Shoes. Yeah. I will not wear white shoes. I can't Fuck picture that. you wearing anything but black. I'll be honest with <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Hey. I, I have, it goes I, with everything, and you can wear them as much as you want, and they never look too old. I mean, white, I for me, white is like, uh, you know, it's you wear them occasionally. You know, it's on clean. The specific days. It looks clean. looks nice. Maybe yeah. I had some nice white vans. They're no longer white, so I don't wear them anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. But, I mean, they ruined too quickly. No, I got I had them for like... A fucking year plus, dude. I only but, wore them like once every couple weeks or month, maybe. Well, yeah. the, what I wore was my um, twelve dollar rain boots. Yes, yeah. these things flap on my the back of my calves, and my wife goes, "What calves?" Because <laughs> uh, very small calves over here, uh, yeah, ladies yeah, yeah. and gentlemen. 
but it skips out on those leg days. You know what I'm saying? No, I try. <laughs> I try. I know you have for many. Years I got. I got that freaking. Uh, <laughs> tried. It's, it's a weird. Um, what's the the amoeba site? I think I got infected down in my. Well, uh, you can get implants. <laughs> Oh, yes. Ooh. That would be a great show segment. We should start a GoFundMe for Greg implants, uh, for yeah. calf implants. I need those <laughs> calf implants. Yeah, man. Like, I, 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 I get them like Popeye. They're, like, bigger than your thighs? Yeah. They're just like, holy shit, that guy's got huge calves. I mean, why not? Yeah. You know? I would just I'd inject them like that one guy. Yeah. It so is weird because, like blubber. you know, we go to the pumpkin patch every year. And it's, like, odd that you're, like, you're in this money. It sucks. I mean, like, I love it with the kids, but yeah. I'm saying... Guess who has to carry the pumpkins? You know, me. You know well, what I'm saying? Wheelbarrow. Sure. You know, if you can fit them all. But I'm just saying, you're, you're picking them up. You're carrying them. It's muddy. It's dirty. There's... Yeah. You, I never dress like super nice when no. I go. No. It's so. fucking weird because you go there and there's like people and they got their scarves. They're dressed with the nines. Well, well, yeah, they do that. A lot of people do that because they end up doing pictures and stuff while they're there too. Well, we do pictures too, but it's like family, you know, we're getting muddy type of stuff. But like, see, like my, th- my, my thing is, why does everything have to be like... Everything's prime glamour. Yeah, like you're at a pumpkin patch. The idea is that you're you're digging through the mud, finding the perfect pumpkin for you and your family. You take a picture with your kids, and you're all, you know, it's like when you're fishing. You don't wear a tux when you're fishing, bro. <laughs> exactly. You wear your fishing garb. You take yeah. a picture, like holding up your fish. You got your fucking waders on and shit. Or like you go hunting in like a tuxedo. And it's like, like no. is that gonna get on my tux? I guarantee you, it's mostly the women. Yeah. Well, I saw they some got, dudes no, there, dude. Some, some, some no, there dudes. are some dudes, too. They got to live that social media life. Yeah. They got to have those perfect pictures up. Yeah. Make people think they have a good life when they actually probably have a shit with I'm them. pretty sure there's a dude in the past couple of years that asked me to pick the pumpkin up for him. I, just because he didn't want to get himself money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's like, hey, bro, uh, do you want to grab that pumpkin? Like, you can't lift that? And he's like, no, nah, man, I just don't want to get dirty. <laughs> oh, no. Come I'm on. kidding. What a pussy. <laughs> well, hey, anybody uh, out there who needs help lifting a pumpkin... Dave's at your service. Okay. I'm, I'm the pumpkin lifter. Bro. He's the pumpkin lifter. I, I'm built for lifting, so we're we're good. Yeah, we're built good. for lifting. Well, I mean that's what I do, right? I just lift boxes all day. So like my, you know, I feel like my strengths are in that part of it. You know, yeah, like, I get you. So yeah, it is what it is. I'll I'll, I'll lift a pumpkin for you. Call me. <laughs> right. Call me anytime. Um. Anyways, let's go ahead and uh, kind of get into this. Uh. You know, our topics today. But first and foremost, barmyamerican.com. Go check that out if you want hats and uh, shirts. Stop what you're doing right now. If you're listening to this on audio, stop what you're doing and leave us a rating. Okay. okay? Swipe on down, down we'll to sell. that little five star, click the five star, and leave us a review. Because yeah. I decided this is something that I want to do. Okay. I want to read through the reviews of the week. And then on Sunday, we can maybe pick the best one and read it. Okay. On air. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's good. We could try it. I think that there's some that, you know, maybe maybe it won't work out. <laughs> but... <Yeah. laughs> For the most part, I think you guys leave some pretty funny reviews. And uh, good, good or bad, we enjoy it. It helps us. I mean, I think there's some good constructive criticism, and we yes. like we like seeing that and hearing that. And um, but it, it helps us with the uh, you know pushing this this podcast forward, right? Absolutely. And then also Patreon members, uh, thank you so much for all that you do, um, yeah. guys. We've been having so much fun doing like the Friday night questions and answers, right? I'm standing up right now. Yes, and Greg's got his <gasps> shirt. It's a Taekwomo. Taekwomo shirt. That's going to be available for Tier 3 Patreon members, yep. the OG family, um, at a great, great, great price, right? $15.99, everybody. $15.99. You got 30 days, so get on there and, and buy it. We will be doing a shirt every month. It'll run for one month. Yeah. And then after that month, for the Patreon members, it will go to being Reg- able to be purchased for everybody. Yeah, regular price. But you get it. At a much, much discounted price by being on a Patreon member. So not only do we get to have live chats with you guys through phone calls, which has been the funnest episodes I, we've done. Yeah, I, I'm not I, I'm not exaggerating. They're not scripted. It's just it's, off the cuff. We don't have any articles up. We don't have any fucking thing. We just let it go. Yeah. And we have a blast. We're loose. The people are great. So if you want to hang out with us and join us, get on Patreon. Family OG members, like that's the tier, uh, tier three. It's 20 bucks a month. That's yeah, awesome. So... Anyways, what else, man? I think that's it. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We are so, good. What do you want to talk about today, man? Well, so this Project Veritas story that kind of broke, I mean, because we talked about the internet yeah. kind of going down or the social media apps going down, and one speculation was that it was because Project Veritas was going to release their fourth installment yeah. of this expose the vaccination, expose Pfizer, hashtag expose Pfizer, right? And what they caught was... This Nick Carl, he's a scientist at Pfizer, who's pretty much saying 
somebody who has had COVID, like you, Dave, mm-hmm. has a much longer and better immune response than somebody with the vaccination, which is science. Yeah. That's We've known this for a long time. Like when yeah. it comes to vaccines, natural immunity is always better. So he's pretty much admitting, you know, if, if you've been uh, exposed to this COVID thing, you don't need to get the vaccine and all that stuff, right? So what, what does he actually say here? Somebody is naturally um, immune, like they got COVID. Um, they probably have better, like not better, but more antibodies against the virus. Because what the vaccine is, is like I said, that protein that's just on the outside. So it's just one antibody against one specific part of the virus. When you actually get the virus, you're going to start producing antibodies against like multiple pieces of the virus. And not only just like the outside portion, like the inside portion and the actual virus. So your antibodies are probably better at that point than the vaccination. Yeah, so there was another video. Captured him while he was taking a big Where the bite. lady's like, should I get the vaccine? And the guy's like, wait. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was saying the same shit. If you, you know, I would wait until, you know, you feel like your antibodies or your antibodies well, there were diminished. There were employees from Johnson and Johnson, and Johnson who got the Moderna instead. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, so you're, you didn't want to get Johnson Johnson? They go, you didn't hear it from me. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't get it. So, it's just more exposing of the people doing the actual work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest sell, right? Because yeah. this is not a random scientist. Or ran- this is a person that's actually working for the company that's a- that's pushing this vaccine. Absolutely. Saying, your natural immunity, you're probably a lot better off. Dude. And that in itself, I mean, we, we should know that already, right? But that That's in common itself, knowledge. I know, but that in itself is like... So important that they understand this and they're held back from saying or telling people to do this that, yeah. that way. I have a question for you and Chris, though. Okay. Mm. I, I have the antibodies, right? I got COVID. Yeah. I dealt with all that shit. You two have not got COVID. That we know of. That you know of, but yeah. anybody could say that. I'm just saying yeah. you guys have not had, you would know if you had COVID. I, I really do think at this point you would know it. Okay. It's, it's no. Are you concerned with actually getting COVID? No. No. Okay, that's that's what I'm asking. Because here's the here's the people I think I'm not in this situation where my family's not. But I've actually it's weirdly that I've never asked you. Okay. There's a lot of people that are like, man, I've never got it. I don't want to get the vaccine, but I am concerned about what could happen if I do get it and how rough it's gonna be for that period of time. Is that not, not something you've thought about? Well, I know what my body goes through when I get sick, and it's gonna be similar to that. So no. I mean, I I you know, it sucks sucks getting sick sure but i do know that i take nac i take vitamin c i take vitamin d i take zinc i take yeah. a lot of all this shit that other people have said it worked for them so i go okay well i'm gonna just take that every day yeah. and if shit comes into my body then hopefully that means that it won't be there as long as it would have been if i weren't taking that what about you chris yeah i'm not worried i mean if you're relatively healthy this statistics show you don't really have much to worry about yeah anyway so and there's been several times over the last two years that i have been sick don't necessarily know what it was but i may or may not have had it yeah so that's the thing is it's hard i mean the big question is like the the fear campaign is real right so social media and i, I kind of talked about this on a previous episode but yeah, the lady in there, and she was like a young gal, and she was just sobbing, like, I just got diagnosed with COVID, like she had cancer or some shit. It was the end of the world. And she was just crying, like, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, the, the Dave cry face, I got to see it two shows in a row. <laughs> I love it. Just slow-mo that. <laughs> if you guys aren't watching this, get on Patreon and watch it. It's a great face. But the fact that she, like, you know, she's laying in a bed, and she's got tubes in her nose, and she's, like, sobbing. I don't know the backstory to it. Maybe it's more severe. But the point is, is that, if you go to the hospital, a lot of people in this country right now, if you go to the hospital and they say, ma'am, you got COVID, that immediately to them is like a death sentence. Well, it's the in stat. Their head. It's the stat that Bill Maher said, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Like, like out of a poll, and this was a, some poll that he, right? It was 
70 percent of democrats <clears throat> yeah it was some it 70 75 percent believe that it's far deadlier than it actually yeah. is so i mean that's well then they also hype up the scare factor of it too yeah like they yeah. did the same thing with you and you they did it. and yeah. it works and uh there's several people that i w- was talking to some guy on instagram where said, he said he got covid and he's been in the hospital for a few days and he said oh, i'm kicking this ass but he seems to be okay he's like messaging us on fucking instagram yeah but is it a thing where throughout the country in certain places if you just get covid you come in you test your you have symptoms they just keep you they're mm. like hey we're gonna keep you here to recover <clears throat> they used to just send you home, but maybe I don't know. That's a that's a good question. I, I, I would I wouldn't stay there though. There's been a few videos, um, barring legitimacy, which they were in a hospital. The dude was combative. The doctors were all in there, so I don't know how illegitimate that could be, right? Mm. But they were basically saying like, uh, "You're gonna stay here," and he's like, "No, I'm not gonna fuck stay here. Like, you can't make me fuck stay yeah. here. I'm gonna go home." They're like, "Sir, you're sick," and he's like, "I'm fucking talking to you right now. I don't feel that sick." I'm going home. Like, yeah, like, my legs work. My so body works. Yeah. Uh, so I want to go home. You know, I, there's, a, I'm sure there's some of that going on. I just am curious because I, I, you know, we've, I, I had this back in December. Mm-hmm. I know many people has got this and I, and I, you know, I have some friends, um, that, that got it, you know, rather recently. And like everybody says, like it's when you get it, it's more scary. It is. And even, even myself who we've talked about this for a long time and you and Chris, I will say that the one thing is when you actually get it, the first thing in your head's like, okay, I got it. I knew it was about bound to happen at some point. Yeah. And you're like, but what if? What if I'm one of those? What if I'm wrong? Yeah. Uh, and I've said this before. I've, I've, I've said this before, and I think it's a great <clears throat> position. You have to ask yourself on occasions, what if I'm wrong? You know, if I'm saying something and I, I'm, I'm telling you people something and you're saying something, yeah, it's good to self-analyze and say, but if I'm wrong, what does it mean? Okay? And that's what the left doesn't do, right? They they just spew and they don't say, but if I'm wrong, then I'm really fucking wrong, right? It's that whole yeah. religious aspect. But what if I'm wrong about God? Well, you know? yeah, I just, I would go back to what I know works for my body. Because sure. I've been there, done that. But you I will I mean? say this. In my situation, I, I ended up getting pneumonia, right? And that yeah. was, pneumonia is no joke. It's, it's fucking sucks. Yep. But I remember like being there. I'm like, okay, I don't feel normal at all right now. And I, I looked it up. I did my own self-research. And I, when I called the doctor, I was like, I'm pretty sure I got pneumonia. Yeah. You know, that was, I, I self-diagnosed myself, which ended up being the right, accurate thing. Oh. But when that. I went to the hospital, like, I could tell that I was feeling worse, right? And so that's when you start going like, man, you know, I've heard about the pneumonia is what gets people. And you start thinking uh, things. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, man, I just kept my cool. And there I just, I just, you know, slowed my breathing down, tried to like take slower, nicer breaths, wash my oxygen level. Everything was doing fine. Yeah. And the doctor's like, bro, go home and sleep. He <laughs> gave were, me a little inhaler. You were running with the, with the oxygen tank. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Like a heavy bull. <laughs> my oxygen. Yeah. It, it actually improved when I went faster. Yeah. So it was, um, <laughs> Ooh, you're doing it. But dude, there, listen, there's, <laughs> there's like scary times and I understand how people are afraid, but uh, you know what it ties back to. Yeah. When, <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm, I'm picturing you in a gown, okay? Because like I wasn't in a gown. Your ass oh, chaps, yeah. your assless chaps, right? I wasn't in a gown that day. <laughs> I was just I was fully clothed. Just hustling. Down why, are you, yeah. why are you thinking about that? Because <laughs> I'm just thinking. You just hear like my you. butt cheeks, like <laughs> it's like, oh, you're doing it, David. Yeah. Go, go, go. Um, no, no joke. It was like Hercules, Hercules. When I got home after I had went to the hospital, right, and I got home, I had the inhaler. Like, if you made, like, sudden movements, bro, like, if I, like, got up too quick, I could, I swear to you, I could feel, like, the fluid in my lungs. Like, you could feel it. Like, when I rolled over, yeah, it almost felt like it was filling up. Like, I don't know how to explain that. I get you. But, you know, I remember there was a couple times where I could not catch my breath. Yeah. I could not, like, I was like, whoa. And you get that panicky thing where it's like, you you know. So, I get the fear. I get the understanding. And that's okay. That's normal human nature. Yeah. But then you got doctors like Chris was saying in my situation where they're forcing you to be scared. Exactly. And we need these videos to come out. And what Project Veritas is doing is saying, like, everybody knows what the real thing is. They're just not telling you the real thing. For sure, dude. Um, Chris, if you could go to the bookmarks real quick and then scroll down until you see a doctor in a blue jacket. Are you in our bookmarks? No. Yeah, not. you got to click yeah, on that. Right there right. you go. 
and scroll on down until you see a doctor, woman doctor in a blue jacket. It's just a close up on her. She's going to have a little something to say here because I found that this was very interesting. Yes, her. Because she is talking about during this video, she'll talk about the pharmaceutical reps that come to tell her how they're measuring uh, adverse reaction. And so this is the kind of information that we need because this is how they skew the data. And they're saying, well, an adverse reaction doesn't happen unless it's within 48 hours. What? 48 hours is all you're given? And so she she's kind of just saying, what's what's going on around here, you guys? Like, why are we not questioning this? And it, why can't we question this? So here's what she says. So <clears throat> oddly enough, a, a patient that had the vaccine is now having some reaction to it. So, you know, it's sad. It's really, I don't understand. Nobody else is asking um, you know, antibodies. How come we're not testing for antibodies to see if people have natural immunity to this? We have no idea how long natural antibodies last and we have no idea how long um, the vaccinated antibodies last. We do, however, know that more and more people um, are having a reaction to this vaccine. And here's the here's how they're skewing the data. This is what I heard from one of the top three vaccines person today. They're skewing the data because if they have reactions after seven days, they're not counting that. After seven it's not, days. It's not a reaction. Mm. Reactions are within the first 24 to 48 hours. Oh, there you go. Mike has a lot of people out. Mm-hmm. I could tell you today. Listen to this. Young lady came in with swollen lymph nodes, headache, fatigue, had her shot last month, and her lymph nodes are now like the size of grapes. All of them. All of them. So we're sending her for studies, diagnostic studies. You guys, okay, so pause this. She looks very uncomfortable when she's talking about this. She's looking down. She's looking at her nose. She looks like she might start to cry. I don't know, man. She's talking about these people and the lymph node shit is something that I've heard of people around here. Mm-hmm. Just grapes all up and down your arm everywhere because you have lymph nodes everywhere, you guys. And yeah. So, well, she asked this question about um, why is no one talking about this? Well, yeah, because they fired a lot of those people. Yeah. Or they like, kick you off of. The internet. For some strange reason, this is a divided topic. I don't understand how and why that would be because yeah. you're talking about the health of all people. But for some reason, if you are leaning a certain way or leaning the other way, you want yeah. to believe wholeheartedly that this is the perfect thing and everybody needs it. And the other side, for some reason, believes that we should be questioning this. When the, you know, those people are generally the ones not getting the jab, those people are the ones that are actually losing their jobs right now. Those are the ones who are being blamed for spreading this shit. Exactly. And I had talked about it a long time ago. We had talked about actually that by them removing all these people, most of which are probably more right leaning, right? If you're not getting the jab, I'd say the majority are probably, you know, more questioning this. Yeah. Well, guess what the hospital's left with? A bunch of people that don't want to talk about facts. And they follow orders. And they follow orders. I mean, what this woman's talking about is great. I mean, the seven day thing is is worrisome. You mind if I bring up a quick story real quick? Yes, go for it. So my mom got vaccinated. I talked about Mm -hmm. this before. She has MS. Okay. And I was not happy to hear that because I've heard multiple things circulating through Tim Pool's podcast because uh, Sour Patch Liz or whatever, she has MS apparently. And her doctors told her, you know, if you have MS, you shouldn't get this. Yeah. And I told everybody on here that, like, when she got it, she just asked one of her doc- local doctors, not her actual MS doctor. So, of course, they're going to say, like, yeah, 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 it's great. You should yeah. just get it. But she really hasn't had a lot of issues, per se, I thought. But after her second shot, it wasn't long. I'm talking weeks or months, maybe a month or two. She had her incidents where she had to go to the hospital. She was having issues walking. Like, her MS was really flaring up. And they gave her antibiotics. And she got better. And then when she got off those antibiotics, it got worse again. <clears throat> yeah. And then when she was on antibiotics, it got better. And when she was off, it got worse again. So like, and you can't live on it. You know, you can't do that. No. Yeah. So anyways, uh, yesterday 
I believe it was yesterday. She had to go to the hospital. She's been like hacking for like a fucking month straight. Yeah. And I'm talking all night long. Aye, aye. Deep coughs, clear fluids. And so I was like, okay, it, like I've, I've had COVID. I'm like, I'm not concerned that's COVID. She has no fever. There's no other things, but she's been coughing, like just constantly coughing. So anyways, she had some flare up yesterday. My brother took her to the, to the hospital and they were looking at her and they're like, well, she's not showing any symptoms of, of COVID, but we don't know what this is. Like we have no idea what's going on right now mm. because like deep coughs, fluids um, over long periods of time where it's not getting worse or better. They're like, you know, this could be a multitude of things. It could just be acid reflux, you know, like a case of that. It could be a heart failure. Allergies or anything or no? It could be that. Yeah. But it also could be a heart failure situation. Mm -hmm. It could be a cancer situation. It could be a multitude of different things. But they wanted to run tests, so they were running tests on her. But in my head, I kept thinking like, man... She got that second shot, and I'm not trying to tie, tie the two together necessarily, but she got the second shot. MS is bad. We all know this. It's it's not fun. But this isn't normal MS to me. It's not what I'm used to seeing. I've seen the decline of her MS over the past couple years, especially the past two years, I would say. Yeah. And I, I can you can see that over the course of, I mean, she lives here. We help, you know, help her. You can see that natural progression. Progression, yeah. But what's happened over the past couple months or two that she's got the vaccination is not normal progression. It's like worse. It's much worse. And it's different shit. Like her feet movement and her standing and stuff, that stuff I can get. Like that's, you know, you can have a flare up with MS and that happens. But the hacking has never been a thing. She's always <laughs> coughed. I always cough. I'm a, I, I you know, I, I used to chew. I haven't actually chewed since April, mind you. I still wow. do nicotine pouches yeah. to keep okay. me, keep me sane. But what I'm saying is, is, I get that, you know, there's certain things like coughing. Like, I, I cough on occasions because my throat gets dry and shit, and she coughs. But this is not normal coughing, bro. Yeah. Like, the fluids are not normal. So, I'm, I'm in my head, I'm like, my brother was here, and we were talking. I was like, they're never going to admit at the hospital that this could be something that has to do with the shot. Even though no. in their head. Yeah. And my brother said what was, what was crazy was, you know, all this shit about long waits and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They called. They asked her to come in right away. They put her through the back door at the hospital. They had her in the thing within 10 minutes. They were running tests. They, he said that the doctor was over, very concerned, very like, you know, listening, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. And you can look at that two different ways. One, which he had brought up was, are they trying to get a, nun- a number? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, hey. Absolutely. We got a, a woman here who could have COVID. That's money, 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 money. Yep. Or are they genuinely concerned because they know that a lot of the patients they're seeing are fucking vaccinated. Don't let other people tell you fucking differently. Okay? Dude, yes. I mean... Um, I'm concerned for her. Dude, I, I really am because, you know, I don't want it to be anything serious, obviously. I don't want it to yeah. be cancer or some, uh, you know, some heart issue or something like that. I hope yeah. it's like acid reflux. I hope it's something basic. But the problem that I was explaining with her, she can't feel her legs that well. If you guys know what MS is, it basically your spinal cord, think of an extension cord. And think of you taking a razor blade and chipping off the outer coating of that extension cord. Yeah. And what you're doing is you're exposing the nerves or the wires underneath, and that is allowed to break and send out electrical charges or, you know, however you want to, to other places that's not supposed to. And you lose feeling, you lose movement, you lose brain. I mean, you can be more forgetful. You have lesions on your brain. It's bad. But, like, my thing was, is a person that's healthy in her situation, that guy, what if she's been having side effects, but she doesn't even know it because she can barely feel anything? Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not trying to piece it together. Like, I want to believe that things, you know, that not every vaccine shot is a bad reaction. You know, millions of people have got it. Not everybody's fallen dead. (laughs) That's not happening. But it's just like, don't you find it ironic that all of a sudden, within months of a shot, you're you're in a much worse position than you ever were with your illness? Yes. I, I don't think that it's a coincidence, Dave. And I think that you don't want to jump to conclusions, but I sure do. No, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about it. <laughs> I'm talking about it because I, I have jumped to conclusions. And, yeah. I, and I think, like, I think it's reasonable to say. Because no one else will. So it's your right to jump to those conclusions. Because the doctors, they're paid. To say no, what what are we just, we're looking at uh, Gladys Berejiklian, 
the Australian prime minister mm-hmm. who had to step down. Yeah. She had to step down because she was colluding with hospitals. Right? Mm-hmm. She was saying, hey, um, push this jab and don't question it. That type of shit. I just think it's sad that you look at nurses like what we just watched. And there are people. I don't want to criminalize or, or villainize, I should say, all medical professionals. I think there's amazing no. fucking people in there, right? We can all agree on that. Yeah. But God damn, if one of these doctors that actually has a position of power can just step up and say, like, nah, this isn't right. We Actually, there is a person in our hospital. I don't know her name. I'm not going to say her name. There is a person, a, a nurse in our hospital right now, um, and some of the locals know her. I've had multiple people now. Uh, I, one of one of, a friend of mine went in there and talked to her about. She was asking, "Are you vaccinated?" And okay. they're like, "No, I'm not." And she was like, "Okay, good. Now I can talk to you," because she's against this. Yeah, but she's obviously putting her feelers out. Like, okay, where where do you stand? Yeah, she's making yeah. sure who she's talking to. But apparently, this woman has um, all set up to be let go. She knows that it's bound to happen for sure. And it's, it's just such a shame that like last night when my mom was in the hospital, it's a very, it's a big shame that that doctor couldn't say, listen, we don't know what this is. Okay. We're going to do studies, blood work. We'll figure out if it's heart cancer. We'll figure out if it's just acid reflux or maybe you're just bad cold. Who knows? Yeah. But you have had a shot and we should examine that as well. Why is that not part of the fucking curriculum of figuring out what is wrong with somebody? It should be. That should be the number one thing. Are you vaccinated? Okay. Have you ever had this cough before? No. Okay. And that's a normal thing that doctors ask you. You have something that comes up like that, especially in that situation. They ask you what in your daily life has changed that may have attributed to this. Well, you that, guys, was, that would be the only significant thing that would have changed. It takes time. So what this doctor had said is they're only reporting stuff that happens within 48 hours. That's considered an adverse reaction, right? Mm-hmm. But it takes time for your body to develop this protein, this fucking antibody, whatever they fuck they put into your body, because we don't really know what's in the ingredients of these vials. Yeah. Apparently it's a face hugger. I don't know. We'll see. But Well, see, that's the shitty, <laughs> shitty part. Is there's people that get the vaccine that faint, pass out, have immediate reactions where yeah. they're Blood critical clots. situations right away. Yeah. And those are bad. But the ones that I'm that we haven't heard much about or people talking about is those ones that brew. Those are the worst ones and because they the take worst. time. They take time. It's not going to happen within seven days. It's not necessarily going to happen with. She said within a month. She said that lady had her vax, her double vax, yeah. a month ago. And what about conditions? You know, if a person with MS has a, a you know, obviously MS, like does something take longer to develop in certain areas? Does it create a new effect that it, you know? They haven't explored any of this shit. And that's what this yeah. lady's saying. Like, why are we not exploring any of this shit? Yeah. It's fucked up, man. It's it's concerning. And I, and it, you know, it's, I know a lot of people would comment and they would say, especially from the other side, be like, you guys are overreacting. Like, you know, you're just pumping out fear. It's not fear. This is my mom. These are our friends and her family. Well, I mean, you know what I'm you saying? get the same argument from the opposite end. It's like, oh, well, aren't you guys afraid? You should get vaccinated because... You need to protect loved ones. Okay, but what about the other side? Mm-hmm. What about we did the right things in your eyes? Now we want to seriously investigate this and see, is this the cause of her ailment? Because we can protect another person's mom who has MS or another person that we know who has MS and say, hey, don't get this because this will happen. You know? Well, whether it has to get yeah. <laughs> whether it has to do with a vaccine or not, that's really not the point. The point is, is that everybody's every human body is different. They have different ailments, different physical features, different everything. And the the way to look at these things and find out how it affects certain people. I mean, you see those medications where they say if if you are pregnant, if you are diabetic, and you take yeah. this medication, you may not want to take it, or you shouldn't take it if you're this or that. If we can't study a person who has MS that's taking a vaccine, and like you said, help another person who has MS that's considering taking or not taking it, and I hope it has nothing to do with it. That's you know that's where I'm at. I hope it has nothing to do with it, but I do find it odd. Mm-hmm. And why are we pushing that to the closet and not having a discussion about it? Well, it's just like um, my wife's aunt. Yeah, 
died within two weeks of getting the jab. Johnson and Johnson. Yeah. Of a blood clot. So. Yeah. You tell me. I don't. I, yeah, it's uh, you know one of those things where I I put the two and two together and I say to everybody I, I know, don't get the fucking thing because you never know what your body will do with it. You just don't know. I mean, I would rather take the chances with COVID. Going back to your earlier question, am I afraid? I'm more afraid of injecting myself with something that you never know what your yeah. body will do with it. And that's what I expected you to say. But I do know what my body will do fighting off a disease because I've been there, done that. Yeah. Do it all the time. That's what our bodies are meant to do. Yep. Right? So you take stuff to help you with that. Vitamins, proper health, nutrition, exercise, sauna. Okay? Yeah. Um, Sweat that shit out. Yeah. Uh, What is it? A coffee enema. Put some coffee up your butt. (laughs) All right. People do that. Yeah. Some people do that. I don't know, man. I think it's interesting. I think uh, I think it's sad the state we're in where we can't, uh, and it ties back in with the Facebook shit and everything else. It's sad that we can't have honest discussions about what's going on. You know, that's all. That's all it is. Honesty. <clears throat> Talk about what really could be the case. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I think it's sad. I hope that's not the case. I just want to be very clear. Like. I love my mom, obviously. I want to make sure she's healthy, and I hope that they do everything they can to figure out what's going on and not... Both Both of my parents are vaxxed, dude. Yeah. So I, I get you. I understand. Like, it's... I mean, we're all kind of in that boat where no one does not know somebody who has not had a vaccine or mm-hmm. that could be, you know, experiencing some issues with this. So... Well, let's talk about Aura real quick. Can we? Yes, another way to protect yourself. Uh, most credit card companies do a good job of protecting you against fraudulent purchases. But what if a scammer files for unemployment in your name? Oh, my There's goodness. a lot of unemployment now, right? Um, or if your social media accounts are hacked. Aura's protection goes well beyond your credit cards. This mm-hmm. company basically does it all. Yes. They cover all, right? Yeah, your identity, your phone, your internet service. Uh, yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on. But this company, what's cool about them is, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on with Facebook. There's a lot of stuff happening where your information could be sold. This will give you an alert and let you know, hey, something's not right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you can't stop fraud. It's going to happen. Right. Yeah. But you need to know about it quickly so you can take care of it. Right, Greg? You do. Yeah. And then the the cool thing about Aura is you, if something does happen, God forbid, Mm -hmm. you get one agent to deal with. Right. And we know how annoying it is when you have an issue, right? When you call around and you're dealing with seven different people, then you have to re-explain everything. Mm -hmm. This person is one agent, right? They will call your bank. They will call, you know, all of the services. Connect you with the right people. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, with an easy online dashboard and alert sent straight to your phone or it keeps you in control and guides you through solving any issue that you may have. And they, what's even better is they have um, all the plans come with a million dollars in identity theft insurance to help recover your stolen funds. And experienced U.S.-based customer support that's got your back. So there's lots of lots of different things. I think they have over a million people that's used this program. It's been uh, highly successful. And I think in this day and age, with as much technologies that we use on a daily basis and yeah. banks and different accounts. We just saw the breach happen with Facebook. 1.5 billion users. Yeah, absolutely. So for a limited time, Aura is going to be offering our listeners 40% off. Mm. 40. And I will tell you this. We did look up the price. It is affordable. Very affordable. Very affordable. You can add people onto your plan. It makes it very, very nice. Yep. And it keeps you protected. So 40% off the plan when you visit Aura.com slash pardon. Yep. That's uh, A-U-R-A dot com slash pardon. So go to Aura.com slash pardon to get complete protection and save 40%. Oh, it yes. It is completely worth it. I will tell you, we spoke to them through a uh, call. Yeah. Great dudes. They are in it to make sure that you are protected. They are in it to make sure that the customer care is is perfect. You know what I'm saying? They want to make sure that uh, you're taken care of and that you're getting what you need quickly. Yeah, and helping them out helps us out. Absolutely. So, thank you, guys. Appreciate that. So go check them out, guys. Go check Do them it. out. Do um, We had some, like, I know there were some videos. We were kind of going to keep it looser today. Well, dude, can I can I bring this up? Because this is a, a topic that I think you could spin on too. Because sure. this is um, so go to that first article in the grab bag. So this is an opinion article from CNN, and it's entitled "Cancer Survivor Blows the Whistle on Quote Toxic Positivity." All right, 
And now this is a, um, a woman named Kate Bowler. She's 35. She was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Right. They doctors said that she had two years to live. What she goes on to say is that this this society is too overcome with positivity. Okay, Dave, like you got to get real with this. Quit being positive about it. It's not that. And what she goes on to say is that what helped her get through this this battle, because obviously she got depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, She already has clinical depression. She goes through her list of anxiety, depression, blah, 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 blah. Right. Mm -hmm. So you add on cancer with that. What's the one thing that people tell you to do when you get cancer diagnosis or something like that, right? Stay positive. Stay positive. Yeah. Stay positive. Have determinism. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to set goals for tomorrow. You know, this thing's not going to keep me down. I'm going to fucking beat this thing. Yep. Not according to this lady. Okay. So it says Bowler, a historian of self-help. What, what does that even mean, though? Self-help? No, a, a historian, historian of self-help. I have no idea. That is a made-up <laughs> fucking college degree right there, for sure. <laughs> Uh, she is fed up with, quote, toxic positivity, which she defines as, quote, an overemphasis on the idea that our mindsets determine our reality. Oh. Um, stop right there. Uh, I'm, like, completely against that. Yeah, she's saying that there's an overemphasis on the idea that our mindsets determine our reality. That's because they do. <laughs> you, you go you wake up in the middle of the or at, you wake up every morning with a mindset saying, what am I going to do today? I'm going to fucking rock today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get this done, get this done, get this done. That's a bad thing? Well, she goes on, it's nearly impossible to live in America and avoid the trite admonishments to, quote, think positive. When you lose your job or that, quote, everything happens for a reason when you go bankrupt from medical bills, even though you have health insurance. Chances are you have to deliver these empty platitudes in an effort to be helpful. Or you two have delivered these, empty, okay. you know, uh, you'll, you'll get through it. Come on. Everything happens for a reason. Come on, Dave. Right. Okay. This has been studied before. Yes. The placebo effect. Yeah. Um, the reason, okay. There's been studies and there's been different things. I've definitely seen them. I've definitely read and watched them where people were saying a person in general who constantly thinks they're sick or thinks that they're dying. Mm-hmm. Could actually make their body. I mean, we've seen this with pregnancies, man. If you tell yourself you're pregnant and believe that you are pregnant, you can actually have not pregnancy, but symptoms of pregnancy. Yeah. If you think that you're dying, your body will uh, associate that with and do what they think is appropriate for that mindset that you're in. We just talked about COVID Mm -hmm. and making things worse. Mm -hmm. What makes it worse? Fear. Fear negativity. And that's what the hospitals are driving into people, right? It's a hopelessness, I think, is the biggest thing. If you go into a situation and think that it's hopeless, yeah. you're not going to have a positive outcome on it, right? Yep. So the idea is, like, stay positive and say, I can beat this fucking thing. And if you do that and you think that, you will do the appropriate things to help fight the situation. You're not going to win that battle every time. We all know that. Yeah. Uh, but fuck. But do you go into a basketball game, let's just say, and you think, I'm probably not going to win this one. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, you, you just go out on the court. Oh, man, uh, pretty get, good chance we're going to lose. Yeah, we're getting crushed today, baby. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm feeling pretty good today, but damn, we're probably going to lose. Yeah, this, this lady sounds like a, a fucking miserable bitch. Yes. Yeah. She goes on down here and says, As the pandemic has demonstrated, scientific facts and common sense fall to the wayside as people declare they will trust God to protect them from a deadly virus. Yeah. That is befalling people all around them. Who God apparently doesn't care about. And she she goes on to say, weirdly, many of these same people own guns rather than trusting God to protect them. Yeah. So this this gets really into the belief in God and the belief in spirituality and the belief of a higher being. And she says, don't do any of that. It's not needed. What you need is drugs. Okay. Big Pharma will come rescue you. Because she goes, I started taking antidepressants. I got better. Imagine that. And then I started, you know ditching my my church and i went to the gym instead oh what do you know got better you can do the same thing you can have religion in there too it doesn't even have to be religion though exactly how about you just spend some time and work on yourself and be a little fucking happier dude read read the next paragraph it says but spirituality bypassing well here bypassing isn't just for christians it infects much of the wellness and self-help industry, which commodifies magical thinking about our power to overcome dire health diagnoses, 
financial struggles, deadly infectious diseases, and systemic issues such as racism, oh gosh, misogyny, oh boy, and inequality with positive thinking and spiritual belief, okay? Okay, that was that was a mouthful. <laughs> Everything this woman's saying, I think, is so wrong and so anti-human being, right? Yeah. The idea is, let's talk about, like, uh, losing your job. She's brought that up a couple times. You know, if you go bankrupt, you lose your job. You have two different people in this world. You have ones that are going to mooch off the system and feel uh, pity and, oh, poor me, woe is me, blah, 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 and live off the system. I can't do anything about it. I'm not going to do anything about it. And then yep. you have go-getters who are going to go, all right, fuck, I'm out of Especially right now. Let's talk about this time in, in, oh, yeah. in the fucking, in our lives where people are losing their jobs like a motherfucker. And losing their homes. And losing their homes. Uh, now, you have a choice. You can fight, and you can try to get something else and get your get yourself back up and going. That's what the majority of people are going to do. Yeah. Or you can self-pity, be depressed, and have a shorter, unhappier life like Chris said. This chick is depressed. She's anti-God. And, and I, I'm not saying you, can be, you have to be religious or anything. You believe what you want, right? But most people have cancer, for example, when you watch yeah. any medical show. When you have a near-death experience, you... You're either going to be what you are or you're going to fall f- closer to God because yeah. you're like, wow, I, I, you know, this and, opened my eyes up to like, man, what about what's next? You know, and, and you start not to- only that, but I don't know about you guys, but most of the religious people that I meet tend to be a lot happier than the non-religious. They can be. Absolutely. Right? Sure. That's a, that's a possibility because you know that there's more to life than this, right? Yeah. The idea though is that you, there, what I was trying to say was there's a fine line, Okay. I think it's great to put things in God's hands and say, hey, listen, he's going to do what he has to do. If it's my time, it's my time, but I'm going to fight like hell to not have whatever's happening happen. That's great. But most of those people also do chemotherapy and do all the other things that they need to do in order to beat what prognosis they have. Yeah. There are certain religious groups, which I don't agree with, that say um, no medical help. Uh, yeah, exactly. Right. No drugs, no opinion. And that, listen. Yeah. When you, we've seen cases in the past where children have died because the parents are saying, I'm leaving this to God, and they get no help, and shit goes south. Yeah. I'm not for that. That's me. You can do what you want, but at the end of the day, um, there's many things that you can do to help alleviate or even get rid of certain ailments. I think there's a fine line, but what she's saying is like, no, no, just no. soak up the drugs. <laughs> yes, listen listen to this. Soak up the <laughs> this drugs. Is a, this is a quote, you guys. Our minds, so Bauer told me, our minds are powerful, but forcing our minds to conjure up optimism is not always healthy. American culture got hooked on the idea that everything is possible for those who believe, Mm -hmm. but the casualty is honesty. Uh, We overemphasize our own abilities and end up saddening ourselves with unnecessary shame and frustration. Life is hard enough without imagining that we are not simply suffering, but failing. So she's oh, coming wait, off. How about that doesn't happen? If you're upbeat, positive, look at the bright side type of person, you're not shameful and fucking failing. You look at, hey, I did this wrong. How can I do it better? That's a positive outlook on it. So I'm, you're not uh, feeling what she's saying you're feeling. And I'm you shouldn't be. Guess. You shouldn't be afraid to fail. I'm, I'm making an assumption, but I'm guessing this is a liberal woman. Okay. Oh, absolutely. And the reason I say that is because, of course, if you are in that trench of liberalism where everything is woe is me, everything is bad, everything is racist, everything is sexist. You're surrounded by people who are miserable as fuck. And so she believes, I believe 100% that she firmly believes that honesty and all this stuff, look where we've gotten us. We have high expectations we can never achieve. Yeah. That's because the crowd you're hanging out with. And not you know what I'm saying? Not only that, but it's, it's taking away personal accountability for making yourself feel better, doing something to help yourself out. And and you're looking for pharmaceutical companies to help you. You're looking for big government to help you. You're looking for someone else to help you except for yourself. Well, and she's totally, this, this whole existence and life is a big fucking mental game. Sure. If you don't have a good mental game, you don't think positively and believe in yourself and how to do things, you're not going to pursue anything. Yeah. You're worthless. So you're, you're literally, you're doing nothing with your life. If you have zero confidence, zero belief in anything will be better. Yep. So I just feel like we have these brains in our, in our noggins here. 
and we've heard this many, many times, right? That we've, we haven't even unlocked a portion of what we're capable of doing. No, no. Right. I mean, that's a discussion that's been decades. Yeah. Like who knows what we're actually capable of? Yes. I know if we all like put our minds to something and we have this collective consciousness. Yes. She's asking you to dumb yourself down. Yep. Just be miserable. Depend on someone else. Be honest. It's like sadness from inside out. Just nothing. Oh, yeah. Right? (laughs) You need optimism. You need both. You need to be realistic. And I know this 100%. You have to be realistic. Okay? You can't just believe everything. But at the same time, if you're just a miserable fuck, then what, 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 what kind of life is that for you? Yeah. I'd rather die positive than die negative. Yeah. I, I think, mean, I think everyone would. I want to, I want to go if, if I'm ever cursed with having cancer or something down the road or whatever it is, whatever ailment may be my ending. I would like to go going like I tried my best to fight it and I did everything I could and I couldn't win. That's, that's what it is. Yep. That's how most people want to go. Dignity, yeah. right? You fought, you tried your best, you did everything you could. And it, it, the cards weren't in your fucking hand, right? That's no. that's how it is. Sitting there dwelling in a house, well, no hope for me. Yeah. No hope for anything. <laughs> no, listen, listen to this crazy Misogyny. Guy. I guess I'll just go back to my I bed I don't know how die. cancer's sexist, but it fucking is. It is. <laughs> it's, it's the income inequality. That's why I got cancer. During a period many years ago when I was attending an evangelical church, I was exhorted to pray and fast so that I could be healed from chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, and debilitating clinical anxiety. Oh, God, she's a fucking wreck. A hipster pastor at the New York church um, I attended held a meeting for those struggling with depression and anxiety and informed the group that they should not take medication but instead trust God as he was doing. God was, quote, putting us in the furnace. A scriptural reference to shape and grow us. She needs to be more clear with her message. Because what you just said is what I was talking about I don't agree with. Yeah. Pastor saying, don't take medications, don't take anything, trust God. I'm not for that. That's me. I get why you would think that. But she's equating all religion to what this means. Exactly. Right? Exactly. She has to be clearer. And she has to be, if that's what she's talking about, she needs to kind of make that understood. Well, and I... I imagine that's not all that happened. Yeah. They yeah. guaranteed they didn't walk in there and he goes, trust God. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. Don't need those meds. I, I bet that didn't happen. He probably gave them tools on how to work on themselves. Yeah. Possible. Sure. It's just. Uh... <laughs> so I faithfully white knuckled my way through paralyzing anxiety. <laughs> God damn. What a crazy. I know. She's not married. For years until I finally <laughs> couldn't take it anymore and started taking an antidepressant. Within two weeks, my anxiety had significantly subsided, and I was able to function normally. I, it felt, dare I say, miraculous. What happens <laughs> Gosh, when, you, as a human being, what happens when you live a life of lies? What do they always say about people? You die earlier. No, you, go to, you go to hell. No. What I'm, getting, <laughs> what I'm getting at is when you create lies and live lies, yeah. it's hard to keep your story straight. And when it's hard to keep your story straight, you have anxiety you overthink things, you underthink things, you're yeah. trying to like live something that's not reality. Okay? And when you got people like her saying we need to be honest. But you're cool with not being honest about abortion, you're cool with not being honest about a COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. you're cool with not being honest about BLM, income equality. I mean, go down the fucking list. Yeah, diversity and in, in, inclusion for all of those who are vaccinated, right? Racism? Yep. There's real racism. And then there's a lot of shit that is called racism that's not. Mm-hmm. So why is it, it's always this way, but why is it that one thing can be, we need to be honest with our medical, but not about the vaccine. Because if she, if somebody came out and said, hey, the vaccine actually, uh, we find side effects, it's probably not the best thing. She'd be like, bullshit. That's not honest. You know, like they, they don't want to believe the facts when it's not in their favor is what I'm ultimately trying to get out with her. And uh, I don't know, for me, it's a big fuck you to that chick. I don't know. If she writes self-help books, burn that shit like yes. fucking Germany. <laughs> I do. I think she does. I think she does. Uh, Self-sabotage books. Maybe. It's crazy. Yeah. People that read her books have like a higher percent of suicide rate. I guarantee it. It's got to be like 30% of her readers are fucking donezo in a year. <laughs> well, and you know how we said like far left or the new world Democrats, I like to call them. Mm. Everything is flip-flopped. Yeah. It is literally the inverse of what you want to do with your life. Yeah. Everything she just yeah. said. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't um, do that. That's horrible how, advice. How, <laughs> yeah. how long are we at right now, Chris? Uh, 53. Okay. 
I want. I got a couple topics I want to bring up real quick on our on our uh, uh, Twitter. We we have a video that a we Twitter? actually Twitter. We have a video that we actually uh, got right at the end of our our last podcast a couple of days ago. It's the children with the masks. Oh yes. And I want to talk about this real quick. Um, uh, it's it's coming here. I, I saw it when you were going through right here. So this is um, if you go up to the what the title actually is. This is from Evelyn Ray. I don't know who you are, but thank you for posting this. Uh, she says the re-education camps have begun, hidden under the guise of cute rhymes, songs, and fluffy unicorns. Wake up. This is a video. I'm not sure where it's at. I'm not sure what the circumstances are, but there are, I don't know, four, eight, nine, probably 12 to 15 kids. Yeah. What look to be kindergarten or younger. Yeah. All wearing masks on their face. And this uh, teacher or daycare or whatever this is, is singing this song. And um, they, the kids look miserable. It's they fun. look miserable. I wear a mask to school. Hi, ho, the Dario. I wear a mask to school. Oh, it helps to keep me safe. No, it doesn't. It helps to keep me safe. No, it doesn't. Hi, ho, the Dario. It helps to keep me safe. Oh, it keeps my friends safe. No, it doesn't. It keeps my friends safe. All the kids are like, the Dario, it keeps my friends safe. And let me see a hooray! Put your hands up in the air! Oh, boy. At first, her voice makes me want to fucking... Janice from Friends. Yeah. That's exactly what she sounds like. (laughs) This is... Oh, my God. This is brainwashing. This is brainwashing right here. Here's the problem I have with this. They, they come out with this shit. First of all, fuck this chick, dude. Okay? You want to talk about honesty? Let's tell the kids, hey, I understand that this is not fun. If you believe this is really bad, if that teacher believes that this is a bad virus and that she's very concerned, how you would approach it is say, I get it. This is not fun. I know you guys don't want to wear these. I don't want to wear them either. But guys, you know, this is what I think is happening and we need to wear them in the class. I still don't like that, but that's at least more honest than like, let's make up nursery rhymes to make yeah. you buy into this which the kids clearly are not buying into it now on my tiktok those kids are fucking woke. I'd, I'd be willing to bet if she was to flip that camera around she wasn't wearing a mask oh boy i've seen multiple pictures coming out where they're taking pictures of the kids in school telling the you. kids are wearing masks and the teachers aren't multiple reasons with her voice tells me she's wearing five um <laughs> can you go to my tiktok real fast um there is a video right it's that fourth video the one with that lady this is the other side to that whole thing that you're seeing with that school. Go ahead and play this real quick. Yeah, I'm about to show you. It's not going to be easy to watch. It's of a four-year-old child refusing to go to school because one of her teachers continually tried to force a mask on her after she told her that she could not breathe and she did not want the mask. The same teacher is the doctor in the lawsuit claimed by the original family. Wait, they're going to what? Okay. That's why you don't want to go to school. I have kids, bro. Mm-hmm. You have kids. We all have kids. What the hell, as a parent, are you supposed to do about that? Don't send them to school. Don't send My them. Kid to school. wouldn't go to school. Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, that I mean. I, it's easy to say that. I understand that. But what kind of predicament do you get put in with that? Your kid is fucking sobbing. Because for whatever reason, they're literally having masks forced on their faces. Yeah. They're fucking kids, bro. Mm-hmm. They have no fucking clue about what is really happening. They know there's a virus whoa, 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 that people Dave, are talking about. You're starting to sound like a domestic terrorist here, Dave. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah. the FBI is coming after those concerned parents now. All right. Dude, there is not a parent, a decent human being or a parent in this world that would look at that and be like, that's okay. And then you got people, I guarantee on the internet, because the internet's full of fucking pieces of shit. Yeah. Or like, get over it, bro. This is, this is fucking what we got to do. Fuck that. You know, just, she needs to grow, like, you better parents. Teach her better. She doesn't know what the fuck's going on, man. Yeah. And speaking about like, um, Soft science, right? The psychological damage that maybe this child will face oh, yeah. in her. I mean, she'll become like that fucking lady we just read about. Mm-hmm. 
I have uh, clinical anxiety. I have this, 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 this. Fibromyalgia. I have to take so many meds. You know what I mean? You're you're training kids right now to become anxious Cathy's, anxious Nancy's. They're going to be writing um, books that say you're being too happy about life. You know, stay away from God. Well, and I think you can't just say, oh, fucking they need to just do it. This is what needs to be done. Because I honestly believe most kids have an inherent ability to know when something isn't right and know when, like, they're in a situation they shouldn't be in. Mm-hmm. And clearly she understands that. She understands that this isn't normal. I shouldn't have to put this over my face. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you just be real with them. Like, um, I know our kids wear the two-ply masks. I've said this many times. Very, very thin. Yep. Very breathable. Yeah. It, but same here. it's the same thing. It's like, why? I say take that thing off whenever you can. Dude, that's that's the problem is like, you know, I, I, I pick my kids up. They have to wear their masks in school. We got them the same thing. It's very breathable masks. They're great masks if you have to wear them. I hate all masks, but if you yeah. have to wear them, better those. But I pick them up, and they get in the car, and they're wearing the mask. I'm like, take that fucking shit off. And yeah. I don't tell them to take the shit off. I'm like, take that off your face. Yeah. We're in the car. You don't need that crap anymore. You're out of school. Yeah, I, I straight up say that thing is bad for you. Take it off. Yeah. I don't understand how as a society we can acknowledge that like people that had traumatic events at young ages, whether it be molestations, child abuse, anything that happened, we can acknowledge as a society that those people that have been put in those horrible situations can have long lasting effects. We've talked about this. They've talked about this, but for some reason when it comes to this and you got a developing mind, a young child. Yeah who is forced to do things they don't understand or don't want to do, that that's not going to have the same effect down the fucking rope. I know. I, and I'm sorry for smiling. I was just looking at some of your TikTok videos on here. Which ones? And the one that we watched with the guy's crazy mask at the superstore or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. that did. I'm sorry. That, that that just cracked me up. But What yeah. did, uh, what did, what did uh, old uh, Ted? I got a Ted Nugent hat oh, that yes. I fucking love it. It says, uh, re-elect that motherfucker. I'm going to start busting that out. He might <laughs> you should. But uh, Ted was on uh, the news getting yes. interviewed and this, this man great. i tell you he's a gem of america it was great you can Ted hate Nugent. him he needs to run for something i don't yeah. i don't even care that he does i just he needs to be here you know what i'm saying <laughs> we need his uh humor he's so fucking it's kind of like what jim brewer's doing now right when he's yeah. coming out and doing all his funny shit like he's found his thing it's his thing dude he's more relevant now than he has been in years full bluntal nougaty nougaty let's uh, do it Listen to what he says here. It's fucking great, dude. Well, would you speak to the people who believe it is a worthwhile vaccine and it is saving lives? Are they just dead wrong? Are they been fed a fed a line from the federal government? Jim, I appreciate the opportunity to speak to the people that went ahead and got the jab. I speak their language. I would speak to them thusly. <laughs> they understand that. So all these millions of people that got the shots, they're just stupid? Yep. (laughs) Yep. That is it. (laughs) Fuck it. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) That's his opinion. He has the right to his opinion. You can disagree with him. I think he's fucking hilarious. I think it's great. That guy was blown away. He's like, they're just all stupid? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's what he's saying. I'm not going to go and say everybody's stupid. Yeah. I think there's many, many reasons why people are... I think a lot of people took this not wanting to take this yeah. because they felt like there was no other option. I'm, I'm sad yeah. for them that they felt there was no other option. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in their position to judge them for doing so. That is not my job because, um, you know, we could easily say, just quit your job. Well, it's, pers- take your it's kids all about personal choice. You do what you want to do. Well, I mean, it's personal choice and it's your lives. I don't know what your life is. I don't know yeah. what your financial state is or what options you have. I get it. I don't think they're all stupid. I think some yeah. people regret doing it. I think people do it because they, they have no other option. And that, you can blame the government for that. That's what it is. The government put you in, they on purpose, they put you in a position where they go, if we do this, it's going to force people to do it. And there's going to be a lot of people that just do. That's what they do, man. So. They're uh, they're they're tightening the rope mm-hmm. around everybody. Anyways, there's, yeah. uh, you know, to end it. It's, you know, there's a lot of negative shit happening, but there's a lot of positive things that are are there as well. And all this stuff that's happening right now is always, like we say, it could be distractions to other important things that are happening. I was showing Greg in our state. We had a great rally. 
I couldn't find the whole picture of, but it's fucking huge in Washington and Olympia. Olympia. Um, and Lauren Kopp, who was running against Jay Inslee, was there speaking, and people were large numbers for Washington State. It was very nice to see. And Absolutely. so people are standing up. Uh, there are many um, famous people or people of power, if you will, uh, sports, athletics, and Hollywood that are coming out against this finally. Yeah. And uh, it's a slow fucking process. It's frustrating, but we're getting there. It's slow. It feels like there's some movement on it. There's some movement. Not enough. Not enough. We'll get there. But it will happen. So I appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you guys check out uh, partofmyamerican.com. Check out our Patreon page if you uh, appreciate what we do. Yeah, leave a five-star rating, baby. And check out aura.com if you guys are, you know, in need of some uh, extra security. Yes. All righty. Chris, great show, bud. Good show, guys. Chris doesn't have a can today. Davido. You guys take care of yourselves. All right. Sayonara, everybody. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.